Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Holy Aligned Podcast with your podcast host, me, Michaela Katz. I am so happy, as always, to be here with you guys today, and we're going to piggyback kind of off of our last episode, and I'm really just going to talk to y'all about my journey with stepping into more of my vulnerability and more of my, I guess, the terminology now is my feminine side. Um, But I'm going to talk to you guys about this because this has been a big area of growth for myself going through this pregnancy that I'm currently walking through and also going through grief of losing my grandpa at the same time and how it's kind of really, I don't want to say pushed or forced me into this place of vulnerability and growing in this area, but how it's been very pivotal for me in my vulnerability, in growing in this area. So this really is kind of just a um, catch up. Let's hear how I'm doing and more of a life episode than it is me giving you, I guess, tangible steps or something like that. So let's just, you know, let's just start out with the beginning of pregnancy and I'll just kind of just tie everything in. So this pregnancy for me, I am not going to lie, has been a lot more difficult for me mentally and physically than my pregnancy with my firstborn, with my son. Oh, at the beginning, I was sick. I was miserable. (laughs) I was like a different type of exhausted than I've ever felt ever before. Like that is something that they don't warn you about. Like your exhaustion, when you have a toddler and you get pregnant again, it's just like it it's out of this world. Like it, there, there is no way of explaining it. And I not even going to try because like you just, it's one of those things that's like, you have to experience it. But I'm, I'm like going through all of that, like going through being sick, going through not being able to do the things that I normally would do on a day-to-day basis for our home, for our family, for my business, all of these things. And I started like becoming very, upset, very resentful, very feeling like I was a failure, feeling like I wasn't being a good enough mom, like I wasn't being a good enough wife, feeling like I was just letting everybody and everything around me down. And I really hated that because I am somebody who I I've now realized that this is kind of um an area that I need to grow in, but I get my worth, I guess, or I thought my worth was centered in my productivity. And that's not the case. Like I actually, like, I know deep down, like where my worth is, like, I know where it is found, but I didn't realize how much of my worth I was still attaching to me being productive in my day, in my home, in my marriage, in being a mom, in all of these things. And I wasn't letting my worth really reside in Christ. And so that was really hard for me to start to navigate and then insert some issues with pregnancy at the beginning. And I just, I don't even know. I felt like everything was just really hard in that. But I also at that same time had been trying to grieve and process the loss of my grandpa who really said I was not going to get emotional, but he was more than just my grandpa. 
he really played a huge role in raising me. So he really was always a father figure to me as well as my grandpa. And I'm his only granddaughter. And so like, it's just, it's just been hard. So anyways, I was like going through this excitement of having the pregnancy, but also going through this really hard time of, I just lost one of the greatest men in my life. And so I had like this internal battle of like, I'm walking through loss and I am very sad and I am trying to process everything that's happening, but I'm also very excited because I, I'm have life growing inside of me and we're stepping into this second child journey and we're growing our family. And it's something that we were really hoping and praying for. And so like, it was just like this internal battle. So I like had all of these internal battles going on and all of this sickness and then having the pregnancy issues, which come to find out it's actually really normal, especially when you have pregnancies close together and, you know, all of those things that they don't tell you at all. And I'm just like, I can't internally have these just on me anymore because it was making everything harder. It was making my sickness harder. It was making my processing grief harder. It was making being a mom harder. It was making being a wife harder. It was making my exhaustion harder. Like it all just felt so much harder. And I finally, we waited until after 20 weeks. I think I was like, I really was like 21 weeks before we told anybody that we were pregnant or that we were expecting baby number two. And that was just literally because we didn't feel a rush to tell anybody. We really just kind of took that as a family and really just really soaked that in and had our own, our own joy filled moment, you could say. And I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain how we felt or why we felt like waiting. We just did. So anyways, moving on from that. So when I told our families or when we told our families, that was the first time that I think I actually processed the loss of my grandpa a little bit because I realized, oh my gosh, I don't get to call him and tell him this. I don't get to go and see him and tell him that like he he's expecting a great granddaughter. You know, after I I was the first grandchild born on that side of the family and then it was all boys after that. And then I had a boy. And so like, he's only, I mean, he had two daughters, but then it was just me. And so he had had the season of like all boys, you know, and here I am finding out that I'm pregnant with a little girl and I am so excited and I don't get to go and share that with him. And that was the first time that it like really sunk in and really hit me. And that was hard. And I remember coming home from my parents' house. And then I stopped at Brandon's parents' house, my husband's parents' house. And we told them and we got into bed that night and I turned over to Brandon and I just, I let it all out. I just started bawling. I just, who, I did not think this episode was going to be this hard to record. Oh my goodness. I was like, I miss him so much. And I hate that I don't get to share this with him in the way that I want to. And I know I get to share it with him, right? Like I know where he's at and I know he's looking down on us and I know he has a hand in all of this. And like the timing of like when I got pregnant and when we lost him and like everything, like I know it's all just a very God divine thing. 
but I don't get to celebrate it the way that I want to. And so then that was another layer of something new, right? That I was going to have to start walking through. It was like, now I don't get to celebrate the way that I want. But sometimes it's not about celebrating how we want. It's about celebrating how God needs us to celebrate. And so walking through all of that, that was hard. But that was the first time that I was like, I have to get this out. I have to not internalize all of these feelings. I had just internalized all of these feelings, which I didn't actually even realize for over 20 weeks of this pregnancy. And I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize that I was like internalizing all of this stuff until that literal moment when I rolled over in bed. And that's when I realized I really had to start leaning on my husband a little bit more in in my emotional vulnerability like I had really stepped into through my sickness and not being able to do everything I really stepped into that vulnerability side of myself of like asking for help or telling him like look I just I can't do this like I really need you to take over this this time right now like I need you to do bedtime because I can't get up off the couch and I really did step into that which I was very proud of myself by the way like a round of applause because I I don't ask for help. And so that is part of me bo- being vulnerable. Again, I, you know, tied my worth so much to me doing it all, me doing everything, me being productive. And so for me to ask for help, that was me being very vulnerable. And looking back now, I see that and I realize that and I know that. And so I didn't realize it then until that night that I rolled over in bed and had that moment with Brandon emotionally. And then from there on, like, it was just like the next morning, God was like, do you see now why this is the way that it is? Do you see now why you're walking through this pregnancy the way you're walking through this pregnancy? Do you see the growth that you're happening through this? And I literally just had this conversation with a friend um, the other day about how I feel as though I've grown so, so much through this pregnancy, not just like growing out because of my belly, but like, I feel like I'm just, I'm growing so, so much emotionally and mentally through this because of I've been reliant on my husband I'm walking emotionally through this and not just internalizing these emotions and not just bottling them up. But when I do have these moments where I do feel very sad and I am really grieving talking about it so that I can process it. I'm not just trying to process everything on my own because again, that's a really big bad habit that I had on my own was trying to again do it all and not be the weak one and not show weakness and not show emotion or not show that I'm hurting or that this is hard because it is walking through pure excitement and loss at the same time that is hard walking through pregnancy is hard walking through a loss is hard on their own walking through life in general is hard hard and taking that on that like you have to be the only one to get yourself to process all of it to process life to process what you're walking through and then for you to diminish like the level of hardness that it is because it's not as bad as somebody else's like 
I did not realize how toxic that was for my own mental health. And not just my mental health, but my physical and my spiritual health. But when God, when I woke up and God was like, do you see now why? Like, do you see the growth? Do you see what's actually happening? I'm like, okay, wow, really need to focus on being more vulnerable. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm still working on being able to ask for help. And I am still working on being open about my feelings and my emotions and not diminishing them and not trying to be the strong one all of the time. I'm I'm still really working on that. I've gotten a lot better when it comes to like vocalizing these things to my husband, but there's still things that like I I love my husband. He's my absolute best friend. He's my rock. He's like he's he's my everything. Like love him to death. But there's still things that like you want to be able to tell your best friend that I still actually struggle with telling like my best friend. Because I still have that notion that I have to be the strong one because I can't be the the weak one. I can't be the one to show emotion. I can't be the one to show that like there's a crack in me. And so like I'm still working on that and I'm still growing in it, which is good and it's great and it's fantastic. And I'm glad that this is an area where I need to grow. And I know that it's for a reason. I know that it's on purpose. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I am going to be a girl mom and I'm having to have this lesson now because I don't want her to take over just bottling things up the way that I did or to take on feeling like she has to be the strong one all the time and that she can't show her weakness. And same thing with my son. Like, I don't want him to have that feeling. I don't want him to take that on because it's something that my husband and I, that is how we are. We don't show our emotion. We don't talk about when we're stressed. We don't talk about when we are feeling overwhelmed. We don't talk about something being hard for us. We both are just these two people that are, we're strong for everybody all of the time and we will not show our weakness. We're both that version. We're both that person. That's just like a big trait of who we have been. And we both have walked through things in the past, oh, year now that have completely transformed that and completely shifted that. And our marriage has grown so much of it or so much because of it. So it's like there's so much beauty in it and there's so much, even through the sickness, there again, so much beauty and not just in the form of like, yeah, like I'm sick because I'm growing life. Like, yes, that's beautiful in itself and that's amazing in itself. Like there doesn't have to be more beauty in it, but there is. And I love that. I, I love that this is part of our journey. And I just went through something this past weekend where I was experiencing a lot of pain, a lot of issue that like literally had me on my hands and knees and crawling one night because I physically could not walk. Um, but I had just gone through that and I realized we had a cookout. It was Memorial day weekend. We had a cookout and I was okay with having other people in my kitchen cooking and me resting. Like I was okay with having them help me with dishes and not feeling bad or feeling guilty about it. That's a, that's, that's huge progress for me. And it led me into this also place of like, 
I reached out to some of my friends in our mom's group that we started and said, hey, like, this is actually a lot for me right now where I'm at in my pregnancy and what I'm going through. And I just, I need help running this. And that's awesome. That's amazing. And they're both so happy and so excited to step up and to help with these things and help put on the mom groups. And I, I, you guys, my own selfishness, like if I wouldn't have asked for help, if I wouldn't have become vulnerable enough to share that with them and share what I'm going through and the things that I'm experiencing and then asking for that help, they would have never had that excitement, right? I I would have been robbing them that joy. And I don't, I don't love that. And it's just like the same thing when I show my emotion, when I ask my husband for help when I admit that like I can't do it all it gives him this sense of pride of like oh she needs me like this is cool like this is awesome and the same thing for him and we've talked about this I'm like when you come home and you look at me and you just say I'm so far behind at the shop and I am stressed out and I I, I get to step up and like fulfill something and like take things off of his plate. It makes me have so much joy and so much pride in being his wife and getting to be his partner. But like he would have robbed me of that moment of joy if he would have just like kept those things to himself. And the same thing, like when I am needing to be reliant on him, I'm robbing him of that. If I have, and this is something that I, real life story. I was having a day. I didn't get to shower. My dog had rolled in cow manure and I had to give her a bath. My child was losing his ever loving mind one evening. And I texted my husband. I'm like, when are you going to be home? Because I just need a five minute shower. Like I just, I need a five minute shower. And he's like, well, it's still going to be a little while. And I'm like, you know what? I I can't wait a little while. I'm going to get in the shower like right now. And I was telling my sister-in-law this story. And well, my soon to be sister-in-law, um, that all about this. And she's like, Michaela, text me. I'm seriously right across the street. Like literally you guys, they live literally right across the street from me. And I was letting my pride of, I can't ask for help because I have to be strong because I have to be the mom because I have to have it all together. And I can't feel like I'm weak or show my weakness or show that crack or show that I'm just like struggling that day. I can't show that. And therefore, this time that my son could have had with his aunt one-on-one, I didn't give that to either one of them because of my own pride. And when she said that, I was like, yeah, I know I should have. Yeah, I, I should have. Because I just robbed both of them of that amazing opportunity because of my own selfishness, because of my own pride, because I want to get out of my own way. So I'm still a work in progress. I'm still, I'm still trying to grow in it. And I'm still trying to process everything and grow and evolve in this. But I'm hoping like through sharing where I'm at and how I'm kind of navigating through this and being vulnerable and honest with you guys and saying like, I don't have it all figured out. I'm not going to have it all figured out. Like I I'm still 
in the trenches with you. I'm still walking it with you. I'm still experiencing things to this exact moment that I am doing this podcast as my son is waking up from his nap. I'm still experiencing things as I'm getting ready for this pregnancy, uh, getting ready to bring this little girl into the world and navigating everything that's about to change without trying to really navigate it all because you can't predict any of it. I'm still processing all of that. I'm still in the trenches with you. And I don't ever want you to think that I am above or better or that I got it all figured out because I don't. And I think that's what's making this or what's going to make this podcast in this space, in this place so beautiful is we're in this together and we can rely on one another. We can share these stories with one another. We can be vulnerable with one another. We can let each other see that we are cracked and we are broken and we are trying to heal. We are trying to mend those cracks. We are trying to bring them back together. We can share that with one another. We don't always have to be strong. We don't always have to be the people that have it all together. We can be weak. We can show the cracks. We can show the light through the cracks, okay? Like how beautiful is it that we get to show and shine our light and his light through our cracks? I find that really beautiful. And as hard as it is to be vulnerable and as hard as it is to not be that strong person when you've been that strong person for so long or to not be the one to go to somebody else because you want to be seen as that strong, independent version of you, you can still be that strong, independent version of you while being weak, while still going to these people and saying, hey, look, I'm going through this right now and it is hard and I am struggling. And maybe it's because you just had a rocky day and your dog rolled through cow manure. Now your house stinks because you had to give her a bath in the house because it's downpouring rain outside and you haven't showered today and you stink and your hair is greasy and you need to shave and like all the things. Maybe that is the struggle for the day that you just need to turn to somebody and be like, look, I need help today. Look, today was hard. You don't have to diminish that. Whatever your heart is does not make your heart any less hard than somebody else's heart. And we can be vulnerable with one another about that. That's what this place and this space is for. Because without that, we're not going to grow into that version that God intended for us to be. Without one another, you guys, the Bible tells us that we need one another, that we were created for one another, that we need community, that we are supposed to have like be the body. Okay, you can't just be the body by yourself because I don't have some of the gifts and the talents that you have. I don't have the experiences that you have, just like you don't have the ones that I do. We have to come together so we can help each other get through this and not just help each other, but help other people in God's kingdom. And this is a a big lesson I'm learning. This is something so, I feel like it's so profound to me. I need people. They've been put in my life, not only because they need me, but because I need them. I need them. I need their help. I need to be reliant on them. I need their words of wisdom. I need their encouragement. I need them. And 
stepping into that place and accepting that has been hard. But it's been also so giving to me. It's been so relieving to me. And I want you to experience that same thing. So if you're here and you're listening to this or somebody sent you this podcast episode, no, it's because you need this place and you need to hear that you need people. You need to be reliant on more than just you. And yes, we can be reliant on God and we should be every single day, all day long. But we also were given people and given certain individuals in our life because they need us and we need them. So that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will talk to you guys next week.